Welcome to the Ordinary Day Podcast. My name is Pete. And I'm Diane. How are you today, Diane? Doing pretty good. Um, bit tired. You know, it's Monday. Had a big long work day. Also have kind of a lot of other things going on. So I feel pretty busy and pretty much like I just want to go to bed and it's 730. Oh boy. Yeah. It's kind of early. But look at you, the working girl, eh? Mm-hmm. Now you understand why sometimes I come home and I just want to nap. And you just want to nap. Well, I mean, I felt like that in the lab too, if I did a full like eight hour day. Mm-hmm. I felt like my brain was extended and I just wanted to go to sleep. Yeah. And uh, I feel like especially recently, it's been super busy for me because we are about to go on vacation. So it's that time period where you have to like kind of wrap up all the big jobs because you're going to be, I'm going to be away for like five or six business days. It's not that long, but it's funny how my coworkers like depend on me so much now. I love it. (laughs) <laughs> I moved from, you know, new guy to how are we going to survive without you? And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's that's kind of nice. Do you have to leave for a week, Pete? Yeah. It's one week. Yeah, so that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to that. I was commenting to my dad uh, because... In the past, like when I was doing my PhD, any time that I wanted to bring up vacation around my supervisor, it just felt really awkward because my supervisor was the type of person who did his PhD and didn't take any time off. And you just have to go and do your PhD. Why are you taking all this time to go on vacation? What is that? Right. Um, But it's definitely required. Otherwise, you would... Burn out. Yep. Burn out totally. Um, And it just felt so like awkward and I was always trying to like make up for it and at my new job like I haven't been there very long and I'm still feeling a little bit apologetic that I'm leaving on vacation it was just planned months before I even thought I would have a job um yeah and I'm kind of like well I'm gonna be away from the 21st so unfortunately I can't uh do anything and everyone's just like yeah cool it's like not even a thing. It's just like, I won't be here on this day forward. Yeah. Well, I mean, you did tell them when you were interviewing with them that that was going to be the case. So like they've had plenty of time to prep. Yeah. But even like people that like my office mate, we were working on something and he said, we're going to have to plan a meeting maybe next week. And I said, okay, I just, I won't be here between these dates. And he's like, yeah, that's fine. I'll just do it on my own. No problem. I'll take care of it. Nice. No big deal. That's good then. Uh, so that's nice that there is that culture of you need to take a break. And when you go on vacation, you are going to go on your break and we're not going to pester you. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So things are going smoothly there, you would say? Are you starting to find your role and yeah, fit in and be one of the people's? Mm-hmm. I think this uh, trip is kind of simultaneously really good and really maybe awkward timing, but... Uh. Um, really good timing in that my boss is currently away. So I feel like she'll be away. I'll be away. We can come back and regroup. Um, I just finished all of this training I had to do. So kind of a good time to leave at the same time. It kind of feels like, oh, I just finished all my training. My boss is going to come back next week and I'm going to head out. Um, but I feel like it's good, you know, let's get this vacation and trip, um, we'll go have our fun and then I'll come back and like get right into the swing of things. Yeah. So I think in a sense that will be okay. 
do you want to talk about our trip? I thought it might be fun since we use our podcast as sort of a time capsule. Should we talk mm-hmm. about our trip before we do the trip so that, you know, in a couple of weeks when we podcast again and we can talk all about it and our, our, uh, how it turned out, I guess, you know, sort of a pre-show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what yeah. What are we expecting? Uh, this will be fun because I've kind of taken a page from your book on travel and oh. tried not to plan too much. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, we're going to Edmonton to visit a good friend of mine and mm-hmm. her husband. And we have a couple of days where it's just kind of like we're staying at their house. We have use of their car. We can go into the city. We can not go into the city. We can do kind of whatever we want. And that's kind of been my, you know what? I'm going to play it by ear and see what we're feeling like on those days. Um, and then on the weekend, we have a very lovely planned trip to Jasper, which I think will be awesome. Um, and that is a little bit more planned just in the sense of we need accommodation. Um, we probably want to have some ideas of what hikes we want to do so that we can go in the general correct direction. (laughs) Um, you know, have some stuff on hand, um, that sort of thing. Um, and then we have, you know, kind of a dinner with friends, one night, a hockey game another night, and the rest is just up to what we're feeling like doing. Yeah, so that's that's the big finish, I feel like, the Edmonton Oilers. We're going to see an NHL game, and I've mm-hmm. never seen an NHL game, um, having lived in Toronto so long. Um, people outside of the city may not understand it, but even like New Yorkers, I feel like, would have an easier time to see an NHL game. Well, they have two teams, I guess which helps too, but it's just so expensive to see the mm-hmm. Toronto Maple Leafs. They're overpriced and uh, always sold out too, to, no matter how well they do, it seems. So, yeah, it'll be exciting to finally see an NHL game. Just have to go to Edmonton mm-hmm. to do it. Yep. I'm looking forward to that. I had no idea it wasn't planned at all. I actually, this is the funny thing. I, I took a book from my, I, uh, what? I took a lesson from my own book too, <laughs> in that I don't even know what we're doing and I'm just going to aimlessly mm-hmm. wander into it. I do know about the hiking. I mean, you bought these, uh, I don't, how do you describe them? You, you wrap them around the bottom of your boots. So you have extra tread. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's going to work. It looks like it's going to slingshot off of my boots right now actually. It's weird though. Like you got the largest size you could get and it still doesn't fit. So I don't know. Maybe they're just not meant for your boots. They're just not meant for men? I don't I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure that will be a fun story. So um yeah, and we have to also take these on the plane they're not as menacing as i thought they would be though when you first described them i was envisioning that they would be like these spiky like treads almost like uh i don't even know what i'm thinking but i thought it was like a mounted sort of like spiky like sharp blades almost Mm. but this is more like they look more like springs yeah on the bottom of your shoe Mm mm-hmm that doesn't seem menacing at all. And I actually would say you probably could get away with checking in with that. But we're going to try anyway. We're going to try checking. Gonna I'm going to check one bag. Check one bag with these. Yeah. Alrighty. And then your bag can go on the airplane in the overhead bins. Cool. Hopefully my bag will make it into the airplane too. <laughs> mm, that's true. 
I've never. Oh, I'm not even gonna say it. Carry mm, on. <laughs> not gonna bag, jinx not it. <laughs> yeah. What if we did half and half? What if we packed half of your stuff into mine, just to ensure that you at least have some things? That would be the smart yeah. thing, right? Well, I usually always pack like a change of clothes into like my carry on, mm-hmm. which will be a backpack. So. Okay. And honestly, the thing that's kind of nice about going to visit friends is that you don't have to pack like towels and that kind of thing. But also, like if for some reason I lost all of my clothes, like I can just borrow some of Sarah's clothes. Mm. True. Like we're not the same size, but I'd manage. You'd make do. Yeah. Well, she's not smaller than you. That, that would be the hardest thing. No. Yeah. Yeah. But even like sweatpants. Although that was funny, one time in uh, Waterloo, mm-hmm. I believe it was Waterloo, it might have been Guelph, mm-hmm. I was visiting you, and this was one of our funniest moments ever. Um, I forget what we were doing, maybe I was just trying to pick you up or something, or give you a big hug or something, and while I was doing that, I, I totally just r- ripped my pants, like right down the middle, yep. from the crotch, all the way around to the butt, <laughs> split right in half. And those were the only pants I had brought for the weekend. And I think this was like the Friday, probably saying, hey, I'm here. And yeah, jump up. And then uh, both of us fell to the ground and literally rolled on the ground laughing for a good couple minutes because that was hilarious. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it was like, well, what am I going to do? I don't have pants. Mm -hmm. And I believe it was like October or something. Mm -hmm. Like not quite winter, but pretty Mm -hmm. cold. And I did. I borrowed my sweatpants your sweatpants and mm-hmm. they worked i guess mm-hmm. and we went and bought pants they like, might the have been morning. a little short but i mean i fit into them so when you have to make do you can make do mm-hmm. and yes we went to marks and got some new pants yeah yeah <laughs> memories all right so what are we talking about today d crazy i just thought we'd you know recap a couple of interesting observations from the week all right where do you want to start that was my thought um well, we were talking about my workplace, so I'll elaborate on some things. Okay. Um, I remember that when you were talking about your new workplace, you commented on the garbage disposal. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the fact that there was compost and recycling and a really tiny garbage can that was hard to find. Um, and my workplace has a really elaborate system of waste disposal, such that there is a compost bin, a paper recycling bin, a, like, cans and bottles recycling bin, and then the garbage bin. And in the staff lounge, there is even a separate bin for coffee cups. So I don't know if they specifically do something with the coffee cups. That's good. Which would be amazing. I'm not quite sure what that is, Uh, but there is a separate bin for coffee cups. I wonder about that a lot. And I feel like Tim Hortons needs to step up Mm -hmm. and come up with a program because, I mean, they represent Canada, basically, especially our coffee. Like, it's Canadian coffee, Tim Hortons, boom. Even How I Met Your Mother, you know, made fun of a, of a, of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's known. Um, but I feel like they need to really work on a proper recycling something program. I, I enjoy coffee in a cup, but every time I go, this is very wasteful. Mm-hmm. And the same way that we had so many landfills just full of plastic bottles, like, we need to come up with a better solution. We don't want to just keep generating this waste and the amount of coffee that gets consumed every day from tim hortons it's got to be a lot and i see that even at my workplace everyone puts it in the recycling bin but i'm not sure that 
it can it's, be recycled. It's not recyclable. I feel like sometimes I need to put a sign over top of the recycling bins and tell people this. I feel like Tim Hortons actually needs to have a sign that says, P.S. Our coffee cups are not recyclable in case you thought that it's all okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I mean is they should probably develop some kind of a system and be like, hey, we're doing something. I don't know if it's some kind of incinerator or whatever program or whatever, but... Um, Something, something needs to be done with that. And there must be some way of dealing with it. I'm not really up to date on recycling coffee cups because you can recycle juice cartons and they're a similar thing where there's like a wax liner on the inside. I guess they're different materials otherwise. So are we wrong? Maybe there is a, maybe, maybe they do recycle them. No, but when you look up like, no, I will say this definitely when like the city of Toronto has a special like waste website and you can literally type in any item and they'll tell you what your waste options are. Mm -hmm. You can type in juice carton. It'll say recycling. You can type in coffee cup. It will say waste. Hmm. So there must be some special something that's happening that my workplace has this coffee cup disposal bin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that needs that needs to be addressed. That needs to be addressed. I agree. So I, yeah, I'm curious about that too, um, mm. because everything that you dif- d- uh, just mentioned is very similar to my workplace, except we do not have a, de- a designated coffee uh, coffee cup bin. But that would be one of the recycling bins is always full of coffee cups. Hmm. And it's full every day. So, yeah, that's that's a that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty cool because most of the time I would like bring home my apple cores or my tea bags and bring them to my compost situation that I've got worked out here. Mm. Um, but now I can just dump them at work. So cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one I feel Come good up. about that they at least have a composting program. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't smell or anything like they either do a good job of cleaning it out and make sure it's make sh- making sure it's well taken care of, or they just have, you know, good bins. They got a good system going on. Nice. Mm-hmm. Anything else? You have an office, correct? I have an office. I share my office with one other person. Um, but it's a nice setup. We have, um, one nice big window and we're both kind of on each of the corners that, rests up against the window so both kind of have a corner thing going on i have dual screens dual monitors which is pretty cool i went from a teeny tiny laptop to dual monitors i'm like man i wish i could have my word document open and my pdf open at the same time and i'm like i can totally do that um so that's really great uh wireless keyboard and mouse and um yep Yeah, I went from like zero to hero. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And my office mate is very involved with like simulation, patient simulation. Mm. Uh, So oftentimes they're looking at videos or they're kind of trying to, I don't know, replay material. For some reason, he managed to get a TV monitor into our office. Yeah. And the TV monitor is hooked up HDMI cable to both of our computers. And there is a switch on the wall. So at any point that we have a consultation or even if we're just working together or like a group of four of us, we can put it up onto the television monitor and sit around and look at it. We can bring our wireless mouse and keyboard over to the table and just work and do your presentation from there. How big is the screen? Pretty great setup. Would Uh, you say like comparable to ours, like 50 inches or bigger? uh, No, it's maybe a little bit smaller than that. Okay. Yeah. Um... 
yeah. Um, so it's great. I really like it. I'm obviously really lucky. Um, and just down the hall is are a bunch of great people. They're super nice. They'll come in and say hello. They'll chat. They invite me to go down and eat lunch with them. I don't know. Speaking of uh, um, workplace, I had a really interesting revelation today. I I was doing a presentation in one of our conference rooms. We have the big TVs as well. You can Mm -hmm. hook up your keyboard to it and uh, your laptop, sorry. And uh, I was showing off these new, like... uh, it was uh, banners and stuff for an event, mm-hmm. and a coworker of mine was like, "Well, I mean, uh, purple's good, and there's a lot of that, but uh, I'm not sure about the gray." And the thing is, the gray was a blue, and everyone else was like, "What are you talking about, gray?" So I think I have a colorblind huh. coworker popped out today, and it just kind of got glossed over very, very quickly. Interesting. But I thought colorblind is usually red and greens, not blues. I don't know. There may be a specific shade of it. Shade of it. Hmm. Uh, is this person totally colorblind? <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> and they just kind of play. No, oh, honey. I have to bleep everything. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, the other crazy re- mm-hmm. revolution that happened this week is like a coworker of mine announced that they're leaving. And mm-hmm. gave like seven days notice. Whoa, I didn't realize it was so short a time period. Well, it was like on a Wednesday, they told us. And then mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, his last day is the next week, Friday. Whoa, okay. And uh, I don't know, that kind of struck me like surprised. And uh, it's in my department. And the other thing is, when he leaves, that means I will be working with only women now. Mm-hmm. I will be like Schmidt on New Girl. Mm. Working in marketing with a bunch mm-hmm. of women. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But I wonder I wonder what will happen next. I wonder what the new person will be like. Because that can really change the dynamic. That's true. What if we get like a pretty boy? Are you going to be able to be involved in all the interviews? Like I how will. that team was involved in all of your interviews? I will. I will be on the other side now. That will be fun. In. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's kind of neat. I'm definitely, I'm not the new guy anymore. So, there will be a new guy or girl. So, that will be exciting, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's always just a little bit odd when someone is obviously, like, okay with their position. I think this in this case, it was just someone moving closer to where they live. Working closer there, to where they live. There was that, but I mean, at the same time, I always enjoyed it, but this person always made a lot of jokes about the place mm-hmm. in a pretty, I guess, negative way. Oh. And I thought it always kind of lightened the mood, but maybe mm-hmm. they really were unhappy there, so. Oh, we just didn't know <laughs> Cause, it. Because he did say, well, are you really that surprised? And then I was like, well, I guess you do say a lot of bad things all the time. <laughs> I thought we were just joking around and I was enjoying your jokes, but Okay. Yeah, I guess not. Well, a little change up. Mm-hmm. So what else, honey? Um, you talk about your new phone? <gasps> yes. I yes. think that's really cool. My new, new old, new used, new phone. So I believe we talked about this on the podcast before that we were going to start it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the plan was to use my old iPhone 
4S,、mm-hmm. as my brother had recently changed to a、uh, third party style uh, mobile uh, platform and、yes. was able to use his Rogers iPhones. At least I thought they were Rogers iPhones. I can't imagine him buying two new iPhones, but I don't know. Maybe they threw money away on that, but they were able to transfer it. I don't know. Maybe they got it unlocked somewhere. I thought it was going to be as easy as he may have described, but it was not going to work for me. I was looking up some things online on how to unlock phones. And、uh, yeah, I think that just turned into me getting a bunch of spam emails now and probably getting a bunch of bad things. So that didn't work out very well. But thankfully, my cousin stepped up and was like, I have an old phone, unlocked phone. You can use this. We had a SIM. It was as easy as putting it in,、uh, going to the website and saying, Hey, I want the SIM to be activated.、Mm-hmm. And you know what? Move my old number and boom, you're in like that.、Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy. Yeah. We even thought we were doing it on a Sunday night. And we even thought, Well, maybe it'll take like till Monday morning for someone to like, Process. process this and change it up, and for me to get the confirmation email. And it was kind of like an hour later, we checked the phone and we're like, hey, it's done. Yeah, it was funny because, like, right after I did it, I thought I, I would send like some test texts and test emails to、mm-hmm. you, and and sure enough, they went to your old phone. But yeah, and I think we watched some TV, and then all of a sudden,、mm-hmm. it was like, wait a second. The new phone just went off. <laughs> I think you got a text or something. Well, I turned it back on because I、uh, thought I'll just check it. And then I thought, oh, hey, you turned it off. And yeah, lo and behold, turned on. Reboot. I mean, I guess、mm-hmm. it kind of makes sense because I mean, the thinking of business days and all that processing, that's kind of an old school kind of thinking because, you know, businesses exist across the globe. There's all these different time zones, you know? Some,、mm-hmm. it's, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It worked. It's all automated and stuff. So, yeah, so far so good, huh? Yeah, I mean, I haven't been able to do very much because I was at work all day and didn't want to be sitting on my phone.、Um, mm. So, I was just inputting a couple of contacts, sending some messages.、Um, so, you know, so, I figured out the basic things, but I definitely want to, you know, I wanted to get a smartphone to explore a whole bunch of different apps that I could use on it. So, definitely、mm. want to get. Um, rolling with setting up、uh, some of those and getting you know, my email synced and my like, Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff.、Um, you know, get a few things set up. But I'm not in too much of a rush. And hey, we've got a whole vacation where we can kind of play around with the new phone.、Mm-hmm. Is there internet in Edmonton?、No. Do they have that there yet? They have internet in Edmonton. Okay, good. <laughs> yep. Good, good. No problem. That'd be great. Anyways, yeah, I'm really excited.、Um, there was kind of that moment where kind of we switched it all over, and I was like, oh my goodness, it's done. <laughs> I'm getting such a kick out of it.、Uh, we went out for dinner tonight, and even just seeing you pick it up and flick it up and down, and I was like, you already seem like a natural at this. Like, it became an ongoing joke, and I, I enjoyed it personally. Um, like we mentioned with the New Girl episode, where it's like, that woman has a flip phone. Either she's. Poor or a time traveler? Yes.、It? Yeah. Yes. And it's like I've kind of enjoyed that, I guess, that identity that you had from being one of the few adults with a regular、mm-hmm. flippy physical keyboard phone. Yep.、Um, but yeah, it worked. Let's it look worked. into recycling it and it'll make you feel better about it all. 
oh no, it's fine. And I've definitely used that phone for quite some time. And you had it before, like this phone has been around for quite some time. So I do feel like it's been well used. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's awesome to be able to use somebody else's old smartphone to start off with too. That's true. Um, so I feel good about that as well. Um, and yeah, there just seems to be a lot of good, useful things that you can do on a smartphone that I should be able to do now. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next thing you want to set up? I guess my email. Yeah. Um, I guess my email and Uber, Uber would be good. Um, yeah, I guess I'm excited to see how the app for tracking Frisbee stats works, which I won't get to try cause I'm going to miss a couple of games cause we're going to be away. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know really what else. There's a lot of different kind of options and things on that phone. So I think I'll have to go through and check out what's going on. Do you think you'll get that, um, that messaging app that your lab wanted you to get all the time when you were there. Oh, yeah. And now that you're not there, maybe you can chat with them if you miss them. It's true. And actually, WhatsApp is really good for contacting people um, in different countries. Hmm. Um, and my one friend in Brazil, we usually iMessage back and forth, me on my iPad, her on her iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, but my other friend didn't have an iPhone. Um, so she, I remember in like the first few days that she was there, she was kind of like, why don't you have WhatsApp? <laughs> I said, cause I don't have a smartphone. She's like, oh, okay. How do you live? <laughs> uh, yeah. So it'd be really nice to be able to get in touch with her. I mean, we can email no problem, but WhatsApp would be fun too. And then we can just call each other and video chat and mm-hmm. all kinds of fun stuff like that. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. The possibilities. Awesome. The possibilities. It's a whole new world for you. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm okay. Look at me adjust to change. <laughs> That's true. You're taking a, on a lot right now. I whole am. A whole lot of new right now. I am. The vacation will be good for me to recenter myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so other exciting news recently. Uh, Doug Ford was elected as the new leader of the Ontario Conservative Party. And didn't this happen because basically someone got voted out or some kind of conspiracy or something bad happened, right? Uh, Yes. So the former leader was accused of sexual misconduct. And yes, and it was one news outlet that broke this story and they had two women who came forward with their reports and it has since been found that some of the details of the reports uh, were not accurate in the kind of first run through. Mm-hmm. Um, so it remains to be seen if uh, this person is actually charged with anything. Uh, but it was enough to kind of cause a big problem. And enough so that, well, well first of all, he completely resigned. Um but I think there was talk of him maybe running again for the party, um, coming back, and he really wanted to like clear his name and help the party move forward. But there was just so much drama surrounding what was going on 
with this news outlet and this yeah. news story and then him coming back and saying he was going to sue them for what they did. Wow. Like there was way too much drama focused on that and not focused on the political aspect of it. Right. And he eventually withdrew his name and said it was just, it wasn't fair to the party and his family and just not a very good idea then. So, yes. So then they had a leadership race and there were a number of very strong contenders, including Doug Ford, who if you live in Toronto, you would recognize the Ford name because we had Rob Ford as our mayor for a time. Yeah. And that was... That's not even just Toronto. Like he, mirrored in controversy. He was on Jimmy Kimmel once. You should see the clip. That's true. In which... Uh, Jimmy Kimmel did a great interview. He's like, "You, you're just constantly sweating. Are you all right?" Like he just, he just was like so red faced and sweating mm-hmm. all the time. I don't know if it was the drugs or what, but like, well, he was not all right. No, well, I mean, yeah, then he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he became somewhat of a celebrity for, especially for a Toronto mayor. Although I think mm-hmm. we have a slew of them. I mean, we had the bad boy guy too. Yeah, I don't think he was as no internationally buddy. recognized. That's true. Uh, yeah, so his brother has decided to lead the Progressive Conservative Party. Uh, we'll see how this goes. Uh, facing off against our current premier, Kathleen Wynne. Uh, it was really funny. I saw a clip of This Hour Has 22 Minutes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, here we go. We have a well-educated female candidate going up against... <laughs> I don't know how they refer oh, to them, but kind of like in... maybe parody. Yeah, maybe not as well spoken respected educated person and they're kind of like because we've never seen that situation before Mm. throw a picture of donald trump and hillary clinton (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh so we'll see how this goes um they the political advisors may be thinking that doug ford and the ford name has a pretty big stronghold in parts of toronto and if they yeah, want to win why? a provincial election, don't ask me. They just do. It's such a weird system. I don't. I don't get it. Like Etobicoke is for nation. I know, but some of the stuff, like politics, sometimes just feels like an extension of like high school, where mm-hmm. it's like you know some people. They're popular. There's these families. These families are the cool kids. And, uh, yeah, oh, oh, you want to hang with the brother of the cool kid, then you might be cool, too. And it's just like, this is all stupid thing that you eventually leave high school and you get more educated and go, well, that was dumb. But then politics is like, no, you know what? That's a good model. Let's stick to that. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are the qualifications of this Ford, the Ford brother? Is he at least in politics? Did he, he did other stuff, think, too, right? I think he's a city councilor. Okay. Yeah. I wonder how, how do you even get into politics? I don't understand that even. Like, it's, go. yeah, I've always wondered that as well, because, you know, you can take a political science degree, but then, yeah, you have to build your name and your presence in the community and kind of go from there. I know that there is a, is he MP or MPP? I just remember him running for kind of school counselor. And then he was, you know, a candidate for the Liberal Party. Like, you kind of move in stepping stones and get your name out there and people to recognize you and become part of a good team. And then, you know, kind of move your way up to being a candidate for a major party and Hmm. do that. Or you have, 
you know, family connections or you're just some people like we have an old police chief that was an MP, MPP. I guess that makes more sense to me, though. So it's, you know, someone who was very well known and wanted to get involved in this um, type of life. And you can make that transition. So and now it's politics. Yay. So why? Okay, so why are you excited about this? Because this sounds like everyday normal, whatever. And yeah, pairing Mm -hmm. pairing the Trump and Hillary thing makes me even more. Uh, I'm not interested and I don't want to go through that again. So what is it particularly that fascinates you about this? I don't know if I'm fascinated. I just think it makes it a little bit interesting. Um, I didn't really think that the other leader that they had in place for the conservatives, I didn't really get the vibe that he was really going to appeal to a lot of people. Um, outside of, you know, kind of his writing and where he's well known. I just like some leaders have a charismatic thing to them and he did not. And I wasn't quite sure what was going on with him. And he kept, you know, changing his mind on certain topics. Eh, Yeah. And now that we have this Doug Ford, that changes the dynamic a little bit. Um, And I just like seeing what happens in elections seeing what the issues are that come out, you know, getting to hear the candidates, getting to participate in voting. Does uh, Mr. Ford have a platform? Is he business-centric? Yes, he's definitely business-centric. I'm pretty sure he's against the carbon tax. Like We have a carbon tax right now, which is anti-carbon tax. I'm not sure if he's one of the ones that wants to reopen the sex education uh, debate um, that we had, uh, you know, different things like that. I, yeah, I'm just interested to see what will happen. I don't know. I guess I just kind of like to be involved in this part of democracy and it doesn't happen every single day. It kind of ramps up, uh, every four years. Um, and our current MPP, uh, resigned to go be part of kind of the federal pharmacare strategy session building uh so we're gonna have a new candidate and i'm kind of curious to see who that will be i'd like to believe that's good intentions but i imagine that's gonna be a huge upgrade financially for him um it's probably gonna be a big boom industry right there especially if it all goes through uh yeah well i don't know like he's not working for the pharmacare companies he is trying to figure out how to build a national pharmacare strategy because we're one of the only countries that has universal health care without including prescription medications in that. Right. So that's his role is to build that. So, I mean, maybe he's getting a pay raise, but it kind of feels like it's a step up more professionally just mm-hmm. in terms of the portfolio and what he's in charge of. Mm-hmm. Like, and that that would be a kind of job that you want to get into at the ground level, and then you'd be set to like do that for as long as you want, because like you're starting something, you know. Uh, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like the idea is you build the program, and then the program runs. I don't know if it necessarily needs a. Oh yeah, you think person at the helm? Okay. Well, then it would become part of kind of our national healthcare. So then it would fall under the jurisdiction of national health care or provincial health care. I'm not quite sure. 
but I'm sure this will definitely open up different areas and realms that this person could work in. Awesome. I don't know. I just think it's, it's, it's interesting. And, um, it's kind of a nice boost for my church because they, uh, use the church facilities to organize, uh, the election matters for that riding. So it's a bit of a fundraiser for our church too, cause they pay to rent the space. Yep. Um, so that's really nice and a boost for our organization. I like to see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of exciting. Maybe I'm just like a huge nerd and it's just exciting <laughs> and I get to go vote exercise my right to well that's what i love about you honey and let me tell you something what that's really cool that's great good for you thank you and uh i'm trying to segue this i actually had a Mm -hmm. interesting revelation about myself Mm. and i wanted to share it a few weeks ago but it's coming up again and i thought we could we could talk about it if you're finished about your little political moment yeah that's my bit of news awesome so I'm at a bit of a crossroads here, and I'm starting to really wonder if there's something seriously wrong with me or seriously wrong with everyone else. Okay. Um, I'm starting to think that the things that I like are only things that no one else likes <laughs> and vice versa. If, someone, <laughs> if everyone really likes something, uh-huh. then I don't like it. Okay. And that's the, that exhibit, exhibit number two, it would be pop music, right? Okay. What's exhibit one? Uh, things that I really like that no one else likes. Oh, okay. That's just the general statement? Yeah, those are the two statements, right? Like, okay. I'm, in, I'm at opposites. And, the, mm-hmm. and this, I was thinking about this again this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, yeah, the pop music thing, the, the idea of pop music is it's popular. Yes. Which means more than one person likes it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's generally a hit. Mm-hmm. You don't hit top 10 if nobody likes it. It's, Correct. It's great that I discovered a hashtag on Twitter called no pop music, uh, but it's not trending. You know, not everyone agrees with that thought, mm-hmm. but those are my peeps. Um, but yeah, so like this week I started playing this video game called Knack mm-hmm. on a PS4. It was a launch game that came out on the PlayStation 4 and was very, very poorly received, uh, often called mediocre. I think it has mm-hmm. an average review of about 54. Yeah, out of 100, right? Out of 100. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got it uh, through the subscription service I'm at. They give you like six free games every month. And it was in my list. And I was like, oh, I'll just try it, see what it's like. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is this is really fun. This is a great game. And I'm like absolutely confused. I'm going online. And it's like, was there like a patch did they change the game did they fix the game and it's been improved since mm-hmm. i was like no there's no evidence of that and then i found articles like is knack as bad as people say and then everyone says yes it is <laughs> and i'm like what what is going on here like i'm playing it and it's like, it, it plays good mm-hmm. it's colorful it's playful i mean it's not reinventing the wheel or anything i'd give it like a 7.5 but not like a 55 like that's like so terrible no one should ever play it is what everyone is saying about it Mm -hmm. it's like it's okay it's competent i'm enjoying myself i'm having fun and it's like do i like it because no one else likes it is this happening again where it's like is that really what it is like because i can't find any evidence anywhere else where someone else says you know what it's a really good game you should give it a shot yeah, but you did, did you read, so you read ahead of time that it sucked. Yes. And now you're saying that you like playing it. 
so you're wondering if that's causing you to want to play it well certainly i came in with low expectations which helps okay right because i knew it was rated terribly before Mm -hmm. before i started it and uh the same thing happened with that drive club game eh? that's really poorly rated too and i really enjoy playing that as well so it's like what is it because it's underappreciated that i i like the underdogs or something so like does that like subconsciously make me more into it maybe i tend to function similarly as well if people are kind of all going in the same direction with something i'm very inclined to not do what they do okay good um that happened i feel like that happened when i was you know, picking like my school to go away to for my undergrad. There are a lot of people that were going to one school. I didn't really want to go to that school. I wanted to go to another one and like nobody was going there for kin. Um, and that was okay with me. And then a lot of people in kin want to be physiotherapists. And I kind of started off thinking I wanted to do that and then forged my own path and was one of a few people that went into research. And you know, I'm in my PhD and everyone around me is telling me, you should go do a postdoc. You should be a prof. You should do this. And I'm kind of my immediate reaction is I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I wore off so, on you a bit there. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it was there before because it was okay. obviously there before I met you. But mm. um, certainly there are other options. I don't think that you... Maybe go out of my way yeah, to find, yeah. Yeah, like maybe it is subconscious a little bit. Like, well, if everyone's saying it's terrible, I'm not going to just believe them. I'm going to go try it out. Yeah. I don't think that you are like maliciously being like 6,000 people can't possibly have the right opinion. I'm going to go do their <laughs> other thing. Like, I don't think that's your mindset. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe you do look at a review and say, well, I mean, I'll try. Have you ever tried a game that was extremely poorly rated and agreed with their very poor rating? Yeah. Okay. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Certainly. And uh, I normally would not try it. Like, mm-hmm. I only tried it because it was, like, free with the subscription. I want to, mm-hmm. I always have to say the full line because I want to make it clear. You don't just get free games. You're paying yeah. a subscription. Um, so I just, I figured I'd try it. And it's uh, it's the kind of game that I usually am interested in. And the reason it's equally confusing to me is it's a lot like another game series except not gory Mm -hmm. and that one is like critically rated incredible like people love it and it's like Mm -hmm. i mean you just took out you know ripping people's heads off but it's still the same idea of jumping around it's colorful it's cartoony Mm -hmm. and it's fun Mm -hmm. so just because it's like kiddish it's like well now it's a 55 can't take this seriously and there's actually some interesting things going on in the story it's like tapping into some kind of more clever stuff than I expected. Like they said, the story is stupid. Don't even bother with it. And I'm, I, at first it was like, I didn't like these characters. And it's like, wait, I'm starting to kind of be curious what's going to happen with this kid. Is this, mm-hmm. is this actually her, his mother? Mm-hmm. Were they separated at birth? Wow. Mm-hmm. There's actually a deep involved story here. I'll keep playing. Oh, I'm not saying it's incredible. I'm saying it's like a good yeah. 75. Yeah. But like, reading the reviews that are like 28 out of a hundred. I'm like, did you even like play the game? Like it's not terrible. It doesn't crash all the time. Like Mm -hmm. it plays very well. And if that's what a game is supposed to do, like control and play well, I think it's doing those things very well. I don't know, man. It's interesting observation. It is. 
Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there because I find that very fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I think I should keep exploring that throughout the weeks. Nice. As I discover more things that I like or don't yeah. like. And let's just see on that scale mm-hmm. where it fits. I mean, you're a bit biased now. You're very aware of it. Yeah, but I think I always was. Like, I mean, my favorite bands are bands that never really made it. Mm. Right? And it's like, oh, people should like them. <laughs> but they don't. And there have been bands that uh, I really liked, and then they became quite famous, and I, they changed their sound. Yep. But maybe it's because they got famous that I don't like them anymore. <clears throat> no, their sound sucks, too. No, their sound changed dramatically. Yeah. Yeah. Come back, Muse. Mm-hmm. Cool again. Mm-hmm. It used to be so cool. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's it for me. That's about it. Uh, happy two-year anniversary podcast anniversary to us. Boom. <laughs> Let's open some champagne. Yes, we started this March 2016, so that's pretty cool. We're still doing it. We're still enjoying it. We're still finding stuff to talk about. Kind yeah, of changed the, the format a little bit, but I yeah. think it's working well. Yeah, and the episodes have actually gotten longer. Like, I was looking I at the first episode. It's 20 minutes long. I know. It's like, wow. We got better at chatting. I remember I volunteered to chat and do a little podcast segment with someone from frisbee and they kind of wanted to prep me ahead of time and they were like well just like think about these questions and i'm kind of looking at him like you know i have answers for all of these and i'm like ready to talk like you can turn the mic on i'm ready to go yeah (laughs) um and yeah it was really fun it was really good Mm -hmm. and i bet your mic control has just been incredible now you could like do a radio you've gotten very good at it bam yeah you're awesome. welcome, Pete's ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They so would like yell randomly. Yep. Yeah. I used to have to correct those in post. Now I don't. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Cool. Good job, honey. I'm Thank proud you. of you. Good two years. Mm-hmm. High five over here off the mics. Woo. Nice. Ha. I don't think that was even audible. Maybe. You hear a tiny like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anywho, um, if you guys have questions, comments, topic ideas, interesting news stories you want us to chat about, you can send us an email at ordinarydaypodcast at gmail.com. Yes, and Diane will check it on her new mobile phone. <gasps> oh my goodness. <laughs> so exciting. Just send me an email just for fun. And another thing Diane can do on her new mobile no, mo- <laughs> on her new mobile phone is check out the Field Processor podcast as well. Or just go to fieldprocessor.com, the people who give us the music at the beginning and ending of our own podcast. Check them out. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Cool. So we are going on the road. Going on the road. I don't know yes. if we'll, we probably won't do an episode next week. So maybe two weeks from now, we'll be mm-hmm. back. With an update. So until next time. Take one more. For the road. Yeah.